Hello and welcome to this episode of Fulike's African Skies podcast. My name is Fulike Adebisi. In this podcast, I will be talking about many of the things that I have written about in my blog. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode and please do subscribe to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to Fulike's African Skies podcast. My name is Fulike Adebisi. In this podcast, I am committed to centering Africa in my exploration of questions of hope and the future and possible worlds that break from the wretchedness of this present one. Please subscribe and listen. Thank you. In this first episode, which is linked to an earlier uh, blog post, I will be talking a little bit about how I found myself in my journey, my life's journey into knowing what it means to be African and why I self-identify as African. I have had a difficult relationship with my African identity. I spent a part of my early childhood in the UK. My parents were among that crop of Nigerians who had traveled out into the world to get further qualifications after their first degrees. As children in the UK, we experience the exclusions that come from being a black African in a world not constructed with us in mind. Classmates asked questions about huts in Africa and wondered aloud about the correlation between not bathing and dark pigmentations. Teachers made assumptions and associations about melanin and the aptitude or lack thereof for sports and mathematics. Unlike many Nigerians, and I found find this particular claim, Uh, slightly questionable. I never had the luxury of never knowing that I was black. My parents were really eager for us to return to Nigeria after they finished their degrees. I know they had friends who decided to stay on in the United Kingdom with their families and make a life here for themselves. Even though they had also been sponsored by the Nigerian government to come and do their degrees. And the deal meant that they were or had to return to Nigeria. I mean, it was the 80s and we had no idea where Nigeria was headed. But there was still hope in those days. And my parents just wanted to go home. Home. Home is a dangerous spirit. Home is a restless soul. I had been taken to the UK as a baby and had no concept of this thing called home. But on my parents' lips, the word home was seductive, like dark and delightful chocolate after a fast. We had a countdown and we were going home. The excitement was palpable. Even if I couldn't understand it, we were going home. Home had to be better than here. 
the first thing I remember was the heat. When we landed at Muritala Mohammed Airport in Lagos, the heat wrapped us up in its humid embrace and threatened to suffocate the life from us. Ilore, a short flight northwards was a bit cooler, though not by much. After wading through snow in Southampton, the sun in the southern hemisphere was striking. For a long while, we could only walk in the shade. The trees were different, big, leafy giants, not the spindly, mid-height trees we had left behind. Everything was loud, cars, music, people. And the people were all black, different shades of black, different types of people, tall and short, young and old, all black. After a while, you just stop noticing. So I learned to be African. I learned malaria. I learned the fortnightly chills that were the gift of the mosquito. The malaria medication that slowly drives you mad. I learned family. Family in Nigeria is not an antiseptic relationship reserved only for parents and children. It is a chaotic kaleidoscope culminating in a maelstrom of emotion. It is anger and hatred and need and love and bitterness and codependency. It is everything. It encapsulates towns and cities and villages. It destroys nations and disrespects borders. I found Africa in the thunder and the lightning and the rain. When the skies released the floods, you had better seek shelter or risk drowning. The earth drinks in the bounty of the heavens and brings forth seed. The smell of the soil after a tropical rain is more intoxicating than palm wine on an empty stomach. I found Africa in the music. The 80s was the time of apartheid and the effects of the structural adjustment programs and pan-Africanism, a time of elevated shoulder pads and poofy jerry coils. We danced to Shino Peters, Majek Fashek, Yvonne Chaka Chaka, Miriam Makeba, Bob Mali, Raskimono, Sonny Okosuns, Aike Dairo, and King Sonny Ade. I found Nigeria in my travels. I journeyed smooth roads and bounced over deep gullies pretending to be potholes. I bought gala and agege bread through half-opened windows. Between Egbe and Obajana, I was covered with enough dust to build a dozen mansions. I travelled from Savannah North to Forest South. I visited motor parks from Akure to Gariki, from Zuba to Ojota. I climbed Mount Pati. I climbed Erindesha waterfalls, all seven of them. I crossed the rivers Niger and Benue. I have driven over the Atlantic. I got lost in Ilarongong. I have seen hamlets like Ishakwa Tutu, towns like Sleepy Idofia, and cities as dynamic as Enugu. I found Africa in the struggle, the struggle to be a good student as teachers try to marry tradition with education. Sometimes the combination became volatile and exploded. Sometimes they married well and exuded a sweet fragrance that wafted into our hearts and stayed there. The struggle for relevance in a world obsessed with power. 
in Nigeria where to be young and a woman is to strip you of autonomy. I found Africa in protest. At university, we were always protesting something. It was as if we had to prove to ourselves and prove to each other that despite the constant stench of deprivation, we still had some power, that we were still alive, that we meant something. I found Africa in the spontaneous songs of struggle, the irrepressible spirit that kept us getting back up again after being knocked down. The creative causes that found us blocking roads with billiard tables and quoting Socrates and Aristotle to market women and bus drivers. Drivers. I found Africa in the pain because no matter how deep it burned, how hot the wound seared, there was always someone there, always. Someone who looked at you and saw you, you. Not some stereotypical image of deprived black humanity, but you as you were, black and beautiful and human. Africa may not be a country, but it is more than a continent. Africa is its people, all those on the continent and those flung across the earth, like so many specks of Olonyi beans across the floor. I learned Africa and found myself. African woman, me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fuluke African Skies podcast. Please subscribe and uh, I hope you enjoy listening to us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fulke's African Skies podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I look forward to chatting in your ear soon. Goodbye.